last time on Dice Funk. Dr. Olivia Adler and Cassius Pyre brought back the Maxwells and everybody in the galaxy died, or they were in the process of dying when Sasha activated her conduit of conspiracy. Where do the Maxwells come from in the future where Cassius brings them back? It's a very closely held secret of the Rygar, which is why Cassius has been kidnapping and interrogating them. I liked the Io moth, uh, and it's kind of like the Luna moth in that it doesn't have a mouth, um, and it, it looks like a bird face, kind of. Hi, I'm Lala. I'm the conduit of conspiracy. I'm a big fan of yours, Sasha. Um, we've actually talked before on the internet. If it falls out of orbit, where will it land? That's a good question. Uh, my understanding is that it will burn up in the atmosphere of Gloria. Okay, do I know where Cassius normally hangs out? And if so, I want to shoot a laser at it. Austin, who are we fighting? So my dad, and who's that one? It's a big red shiny one. Is it Jacqueline? And isn't Cassius's mech big red, like a red wolfhound or something like that? The red wolf, yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 how about I worry about what I want to worry about? Stop patronizing me, dad. Don't talk to me like that. I'll talk to you however I want to. I'm a grown woman. I rolled a 14 to attack. Mr. Greer uses his fencing reflexes to duck under it and lunges forward to impale Dreg's mech. Roll initiative. Yeah, speak, speaking of butts, as per your request, Austin, I had to send off like a £4,000 invoice for pictures of butts today. Oh, pound the money. Uh, yeah. For, okay. Uh, okay, about five and a half thousand US dollars for pictures of butts. Oh, fuck, that's so much. Yeah. You realise, though, from my perspective, how that could have been confusing, because pound is a unit of measurement. Oh, I, and... I would send an invoice to get paid in <laughs> £400 of butts. <laughs> <laughs> Too many butts. <laughs> Too many butts. I, I think it depends on the butts. <laughs> like what's, what size are we working with? <laughs> We're just going just, still. Just a lot of very tiny butts. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Miniature. Yeah. I mean, you could swim in that many butts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like fill up a swimming pool. Scrooge McDuck style. Have, have a pocket of them to just like throw at people if they're being, if they're being assholes. Just throw a butt at them. Oh, it's such a normal one, you guys. What did you roll, Chris? I rolled my initiative. We're fighting, aren't we? I'm only fucking beat up some robots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, I'm tired of your butt talk. I failed very badly on that roll. All right. So it looks like. Let me just get a pen here. Looks like you're about to get a dickin'. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you heard him. All right. So last we left this episode. Big Star opened fire on Mr. Greer and missed, and the crown NJD, Mr. Greer's luxury mech, it has a rapier, it is ignited, he is lunging at Big Star. The other mech, the Red Wolf, uh, Cassius's personal mech, you get no response when you try to hail it. Uh, Big Star fired a laser out of his chest at Mr. Greer, who dodged it, and I'm going to roll real quick... Cassius is clearly not in that in in the Cassius mech, and we're gonna have to do another boss fight after these two. Is, is clearly, it, yeah. We we write on our saving resources for that. Twenty six to stab Dreg. No. Ouch. Hey Dreg. Yeah. 
Get stabbed. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. 13, as Mr. Greer stabs you with his rapier, and then everyone rolled initiative, and combat is on. First in the order is Big Star, then Dreg, Sasha, Melbeck, and then NPCs. Oh yeah, time to get some! And I'm going to <laughs> shoot my awesome laser cannon at Bird Dude. Crit! Crit! Oh! Fuck yeah! <laughs> He's gone Super Saiyan 1. I, I, I don't know if I've ever known Chris have this much energy at the start of an episode. I know. He usually starts so sleepy. I'm in awe. I am eternally sleepy. That's my superpower. For the audience, Chris usually shows up on Quaaludes and then halfway through... <laughs> you can't get Quaaludes anymore. Okay, sorry. I'm living in fucking 24... Anyway, fuck off. Um, <laughs> roll damage, big star. Uh, 26 damage. Motherfucker. That is magic damage, and this is with his magic gun, so I don't know if that uh, changes enough that experience doesn't take over. Okay, are you you're aiming at? Oh yeah, I guess they're both bird people. Yeah, that was not clear. So you aimed Sorry. at Mr. Greer. Yeah, because I gotta help out Dreg. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, so you just absolutely light up Mr. Greer's NJD with your big star cannon, which has magic properties now, so it does not trigger uh, the conduit of experience yet. Uh, and you also get to add a status effect as the conduit of awe. <laughs> Some. Okay. Awesome. Uh, activates on a crit. Yeah, so the other douchebag bird people are stunned. <laughs> so they don't they don't get a turn. Yeah, okay. So the uh the enemy mechs are gonna lose a turn to Big Star's awesomeness because the fireworks are shooting out of his shoulder pads right now. Yeah, he just absolutely opens up. Was the first one let's establish some fiction here. Was the first shot where you missed deliberate? Yeah, that was a warning shot. That was to be like, let's get some over here. And he dodged it easily and was like, haha, your skills are weak. And they're like, I warned you. And then you just opened the floodgates. Oh, I just needed time to lock on to your weak point there. All right. Which if I've played House of the Dead 2 is your giant jet-shaped crutch. <laughs> okay. Drag, it's your turn. Uh, Mr. Greer is blasted away. Uh, he, you know, he had his rapier inside your mech and now he's getting just walloped. All right. Wow. Well, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in that case, well, uh, might as well pile on the hurt. Uh, so I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Thunderous Smite. To be clear, you have magic weapons, so you you not. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll do that attack first then. 18. Hits. Woohoo! This started off rowdy. Yeah, it did. I did say things yeah, were going to get jiggly rough. Uh, you just posted a picture of a, it's a black and white Jigglypuff and it reads right to left. So it looks like it's from a manga and it says, listen, sluts, all you motherfuckers need to know I'm Jigglypuff and it's about to get Jiggly rough. It's me. Is that like a famous meme or something? Or is that just, I saw it on the internet and I have saved it and I have held on to it because it's important to me. <laughs> okay. It really does encapsulate your energy. Yeah. All right. So that's 20 damage. <clears throat> is that your whole turn or no that's that's the first attack is 20 damage then is the oh. laying down well that's another hit oh there's so much of it uh so grand total then is uh 44 damage well oh dear all right so the crown mech jumps forward stabs you with the rapier big star blasted away and then you run forward with your uh holy weapon which is just your fist glowing with fire and light from your uh paladin oath and you just what 
like double axe handle him. Yeah. Yeah, right on the crotch. That's where the cockpit is, right? <laughs> okay, that's good. I mean, he, he has a dong pit. I'm not wrong. <laughs> dong pit. <laughs> the image I used is a Zone of the Enders mech, which does have the cockpit in the dick. But uh, <laughs> the just cockpit. <laughs> in, the, in Dice Funk, all cockpits are in the chest, just for oh, the record. Okay. All right, all right. Well, then it's, it's directly in the chest. But in Dice Funk canon, he still has a giant jet shield where, like the robot cock would be right you all are very <laughs> fixated on the fallow centric i think because we, we know it makes you uncomfortable and in my mind i'm like well he's a transformer and he would turn into a jet but it doesn't look like anything else turns into a jet it looks like they built this robot and someone <laughs> at the tail end of it was like you know what that thing needs a big old dog needs a jet engine as its fucking cock and that man was hideo kojima <laughs> Uh, Sasha, your turn. Your dad just got fucking owned. Yeah, I'm gonna own him some more. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I hadn't used Shatter on him yet, right? You used Thunder or whatever. (laughs) Okay. That was an evil laugh. Uh, That is a... Fuck. Constitution saving throw, my dude. Eight. That's a failure. (laughs) Nope. Oh, well. Fourteen. Alright, so what happens, Sasha? I like to think I shoot a laser at him in the shape of a Shiba Inu. <laughs> Your Shiba Inu mech shoots Shiba Inu lasers? What does that even mean? Like, I don't know, some anime shit. <laughs> it's extremely cute. Do you disagree? It's like Wolfgang Strike, but it's very deliberately not a wolf, but rather a Shiba Inu that she's firing. He gets it. Watch Dragon Ball, you fucking uncultured nerd. I have no idea what's happening. All right, Captain Melbeck, your turn, I think. I'm going to use Cordon of Arrows. Okay, so Cordon of Arrows is the spell that Ragnar gave you. It's homing ammunition. Yeah. So you set up basically four uh, seeker missiles or however you want to flavor it. And then when he starts his turn, he'll be within range and they will attack him. Captain Melbeck from within the mech uses the mech's uh, shotgun to fire out a couple of, of special rounds that have been loaded in. They've got little red flashing lights on the end of them and fires sort of two behind, two in front of, of this other mech. Uh, and once they've sort of centered around this other mech, they they just set little uh, laser lights, like they're clearly lining up to, to fire. All right. So it is now enemy's turn. Uh, they are stunned. So they're going to lose their turn. But uh, at the start of the crown max turn he's going to start in your cordon of arrows and okay well in that case give me a uh, a dexterity a dexterity save <clears throat> the crown mech is very good at dexterity oh no uh 23 uh, <laughs> okay okay let me think here so a big star you used your uh magic weapon spell mm-hmm so to give your be your, give your beam a magic property, so you can use it because you used your regular beam last time. Uh, this time in the baby Bjorn, Lala is going to speak up, or rather sign down to Sasha. Uh, do you want to see what I can do? Uh, please. See, you think of a conspiracy as a secret plan, and that's one definition. But the other definition is people coming together for a common cause to accomplish something. So like. We squish together 
<laughs> we squish together, yes. Uh, so Lala does, uh, with all four of her arms, a bunch of hand gestures and activates her conduit. Uh, Lala has several abilities related to her version of conspiracy, but one of them is she can transfer, or rather, she can duplicate buffs that team members put on themselves and and spread them throughout the group. So right now, Big Star has a magic weapon, but he already used that on Mr. Greer and it won't work again. While Dreg has sacred weapon, which uh, Big Star does not have access to, but Lala is going to share the sacred weapon that Dreg has with Big Star, giving it to him. Oh, dope. So now Big Star's uh, Airbud Norbert erupts with holy paladin fire as the bonuses of the, o- of the oath are shared in the group. And it is your turn, Big Star. Add your charisma modifiers to attack rolls made with that weapon? Yes. Okay. And nothing to damage. Okay. Most importantly, you can hit Mr. Greer again if you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to then. I'm going to load up a big shot. Uh, 15. Wow, that's with a plus 11. Um, Holy shit. Wait, that's a bad roll. I want to give you inspiration. Yeah, sure. I'm going to... Oh, what's an ASMR thing? I'm going to get on my like loudspeaker for my mech and I'm going to crumple like a bag of chips. <laughs> They're sun chips. Ooh, that's my favorite sound in the world. It inspires so me and invigorates me with new Take energy. Take seven. You needed to, to break a piece of beef jerky. That'll be the next one. Oh, okay. Plus seven to that 15. So that is 22. 22 hits. 21 damage. Yikes on bikes. That's where I put my yikes. Whew. All right, yet another huge laser from Big Star slams into Mr. Greer. He's going to use a legendary action at the end of your turn because he's no longer stunned, and he's going to uh, once again try to stab uh, Dreg. Advantage because of his previous experience with you, he crits. Fantastic. God damn it. Uh, 17 damage as Dreg is stabbed yet again, and it is... Your turn, Dreg. Okay. Mr. Greer is badly battered, but he's still just stabbing the hell out of you. That is not good. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, I can't imagine you would. No, no. So, uh, all right. So I'm going to make, uh, an, I'm going to now cast Thunderous Smite mm. and then make an attack. All right. Thunderous Smite makes this a different kind of attack that he doesn't have experience with. So it will right. do damage. That's a botch. Oh, no. Uh, would you like a reroll? I would very much like a reroll. Have a reroll. Damn it, Dragon. I had him. <laughs> you know, I had him. That's 20. Okay. I got what you were doing. <laughs> and he'll never come again. But not the movie version, the original. Wow, that was incredibly shitty. Bad rolls. Oh, damn. Holy shit. Uh, that's uh, not uh, what uh, 11 damage. Just for that, he's going to stab you with a legendary action. Yeah, I deserve it. 24. Yeah, that hits. Uh, oh, six damage. Not very oh, good. I guess you all suck at rolling. Yeah. Uh, so I think Mr. Gurley like, comes on over the, the video call again to you, Sasha, and is like, Sasha, this I'm going to kill your friend if you don't stop this. <sighs> what am I going to do to my asshole father this time? It's your turn, so let's find out. Do they know things? I'm going to try to use my psychic blades. Uh, So I'm going to attack him with my giant mech rapier. 
And then if it's successful, I'll say something mean. I think you're going to probably say something mean no matter what, but go ahead. What does that mean? Oh, does eight hit? It does not, no. Just that Sasha's very mouthy. That's true. I thought that is true. Well, that didn't hit. So, Sasha, you fly down and try to use your psychic blade against him, and he easily maneuvers out of the way, deflects it no problem. Sekiro, perfect parry. Get fucked. Captain Melbeck, your turn. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, I've realized since last turn that because Cordon of Arrows is the first time I've used it, I didn't think about the fact, oh, it's attacks on different turns, only one of those is actually going to hit, if any. Um, but I'm going to go with my shotgun and just take some standard blasts at this, at this big Griamac. Uh, 12 and 23. 23 hits. Yep. Uh, and when I roll the damage for that attack, I'm going to add on my Colossus Slayer because he's taken some damage already. Mm hmm. Okay, uh, that's six damage. God damn. Some bad damage rolls. He might be defeated by now if there had been better damage rolls. Yeah, yeah, I keep debating, like, do I re-roll them? I'm like, no, there's a worse fight to come. I need to save some of these. Uh, at the end of Melbeck's turn, he's going to use legendary action to try to finish off Dreg. Uh, 23. 23 hits. Uh, only six. Wow, the damage rolls are bad, folks. They are. Thank goodness. Is is this a signal that actually none of us really want to fight and that we can find some diplomatic solution, maybe? <laughs> no, fuck it. I'm like, <laughs> All right, it's NPC's turn. Uh, so first, uh, Lala is going to uh, spread the sacred weapon. Who else wants it? Uh, Me! Oh my gosh, you haven't hit with your weapon yet, so it would do nothing. Melbeck. Oh, I guess Shatter couldn't be used yeah, as a weapon. I, 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 could certainly, I could certainly take it. Yeah, give it to Melbeck. All right, Melbeck, your shotgun glows with holy light as you uh, gain the benefits of the Paladin Oath. Uh, and then fi- finally, the, the antagonists are actually going to get some proper turns here. Um. Big Star blinded them for the whole fight so far. I'm pretty dope like that. <laughs> yeah in fact, in fact big star uh the red wolf which has been watching pretty stoically it's not responding to hail it's not moving it hasn't drawn its machetes but seeing the crown mech get badly battered it finally springs into action once it's not stunned anymore it ignites its jets and tackles you into the ferris wheel uh strength contest big star seven 18 all right so which one the- won the red wolf tackles the airbud norbert into the ferris wheel uh, and after a brief struggle you weren't expecting this because the red wolf just didn't seem to be fighting uh it maneuvers it it like puts your head in between spokes of the ferris wheel and then with one arm like grabs it and spins it to try to decapitate your mech in the basically the spokes of the ferris wheel does that make sense yeah 19 damage as you try no. the red wolf tries to decapitate you with a spinning ferris wheel Youch! i just finished buffing that part of the mech out all right and now the crown mech which is pretty badly whooped honestly is going to ignite the same uh magical abilities it did last time when it ko'd drek drek drag drek drek yeah uh drag uh all the seams on the mech glow with uh magic uh the rapier roars with energy, it doubles in size, and he is going for a killing blow on Dreg. And he says, watch, Sasha. Watch close. You did this. Ah, fuck. All right, 26. That's first attack. Second attack, 25. And then Dreg's uh, activating his conduit ability. <laughs> and then action surge to attack for a third time, 22. Yeah, yep. those are all going to hit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. This is his uh, championship strike here. This is his going full out banana sandwiches to the wall. 36 damage, Drag. Yeah, well, that would that would take him to zero, and Drag's going to be very angry with him. But he is, he's the, yeah, he's the target for the conduit ability. So Mr. Greer rams his erupting rapier through the chest of the Mastiff and impales not only your mech this time, but Dreg proper. The laser sword made to fight other giant robots goes through Dreg, and it's only from his sheer stubbornness that he is not instantly vaporized. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Okay, that was a killing strike there. Um, so that's the that's the scene here. The crown NJD is like torn up. They've been you guys have been just absolutely pummeling at it, uh, and it has its rapier through Dreg's cockpit. Meanwhile, the red wolf is wrestling the Airbud Norbert inside of a Ferris wheel. The red wolf is undamaged, absolutely pristine, but it is trying to decapitate Big Star. That's fun. Um, it is now Big Star's turn. Oh wait, wait! Yes. Doesn't like Gordon Navarro's trigger. Correct, correct, correct. My fault. Is dexterity? Yeah. He's probably gonna dodge anyway, but yeah. Twenty. Okay. Uh well, I'd like to help, but my ability to hurt the uh the daddy owl mech at this point is is pretty much diminished. I don't have too many other attacks that I haven't already used. So I'm gonna focus on the mech trying to kill me, and I'm gonna start by shooting a big old laser beam into it. Uh sixteen? Uh sixteen hits, actually. Whew! Boy, I want to. Yeah, let me add some flavor to this hit. It seems like the Red Wolf pilot doesn't really know what they're doing. Like you start charging and they look down at you like, oh, I probably should dodge this. And then (laughs) you just shoot them with your chest laser. Uh, 28 damage. Holy shnikes. Yeah, the Red Wolf tumbles off of you. Uh, And then I'm going to use uh, my bonus action to cast the spell Shield of Faith. Uh, And I'm going to cast it on myself. Uh, actually, it's up to 60 feet, so I'm going to give it to... I wonder if there's much of a point in giving it to Drake. I'm probably just going to get hit anyway. No. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cast it on myself right now, since I'm kind of in a one-on-one thing right now. So I get an additional 2 AC. Drake, it's your turn. Uh, your mech is too damaged to fight back. It's uh, standing up only because it's held aloft by the, the rapier, which is rammed through its chest. You're stand- And so, like, he's basically got me suspended over him. Yeah, tell me what you do. Yeah. All right. Uh, so for Dreg's bonus action, he's going to eject from the Mastiff mm-hmm. and fall more or less towards the cockpit of the, uh, what was it, the KBW? Is that what you keep saying? The N- New Jersey Devil, NJD. New Jersey, oh, NJD. Yeah. Not just Daddy. Not just Daddy. Not just <laughs> what, you can, Falling is one thing. You could just hit, like, eject, right? And you'll be, like, launched out, like. Yeah catapulted trebucheted out yeah i just want to make sure i hit my target so yeah um would i need to make a roll for that if the ejection button is doing most of the work here p- pitch me on a roll is it athletics or ac- no it's a- this is this is textbook acrobatics yeah i think this is acrobatics as much as i would prefer it to be athletics yeah um, yeah yeah that- this is when i'm gonna break that beef jerky uh-huh. <laughs> i'm gonna give you a d8 <laughs> Okay. To add on to that. That's a botch. That's a botch. You guys, Dreg's going to die. <laughs> Someone help Dreg. I know. I have a really cool idea for my next turn. Is it my turn? Well, hold on. No, Dreg, Dreg's going to die if that's a botch. One yeah. of us has a conduit that lets us re-roll things. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I had my mic muted. Yeah. Do you want yes, to re-roll I would that? love to re-roll. 
There you go, re-roll it. <laughs> 19. Uh, Mike was muted. Uh, is that enough to succeed without the inspiration? Uh, well, she gave it to you. Why don't you yeah. exceed with style? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. So that's 20. God, the rolls are not... Yeah. Not being kind to me today. No, but with a 20, uh, tell me what you do. You get to dictate the actions of the scene. So with a 20, Drag opens up, uh, basically kicks open the front of the Mastiff. Uh-huh. And then and fires the ejection and does that sort of spread halo dive. Mm-hmm. You know, almost the wrestler dive off of the turnstiles. The turnbuckle? Uh, turnbuckle. Yeah, turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, turnstiles are the things at subways. The turnbuckle. <laughs> Yeah. Which you also jump over turnstiles, yeah, that's but true. that's totally... Oh, I was thinking the restaurant subway. I was like, there were no turnstiles when I worked there. <laughs> the Chipotle turnstile sub, yeah. So he, he yep. jokes dives directly onto the cockpit door of the NJD and then proceeds to try to tear it open. All right, as a, as a reaction... Um, Mr. Greer, whose mech has been battered very badly, is going to fire his own eject. God damn it. Mr. Greer ejects from his destroyed mech as your destroyed mech slides off his rapier, and the two of you uh, collide. Pretty. Do do you even get to the door, Conrad? What do you think's better? You hit the door, you try to rip it off, and he ejects out, or he sees (laughs) you? Yeah. Just, like, start wrestling midair. I can just see see the the door flying off and Drake hanging off of it. Okay. It swings open. So, Drake, you eject out of your mech. You land on his cockpit door. You rip it open. He ejects as well. You slam into each other and go tumbling through the air. His plan is to make you fall three stories and just fly away as you plummet to your death. Uh, But I assume you're going to want to contest him here, probably strength against his dexterity, to hold on so that you don't fall and die. Yeah, and I get get advantage in strength checks. Uh Uh-huh. So that's good. You want that. Fifteen. Oh my! <laughs> do, you, do you want to re-roll one of those? I I I just I know we're using a lot of them, but do you I'm want to re-roll so confused. That? <laughs> You're cursed, Conrad. Uh, yeah, what is happening? Con- Conrad, uh, do you want to use yeah. the third re-roll of oh, this yeah, encounter? Yeah, thanks. Yes, I mean. Yeah, I there mean, you I, go. I, it's more a question of do you want Drag to survive this encounter? <laughs> I do want Drag to survive this encounter. God damn. So how about a fourth re-roll? <laughs> Fifth? I have one more inspiration. This is ridiculous. Uh, do you want and do you want one more? I mean, I, up to you. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll 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 tell you. I've got a few more, but like we're eating into them very. Yeah, fast. exactly. That's that's my concern. We're we're about halfway to where I would ideally not want to pass. In today's episode. Oh, well, we're only halfway? That's not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We've probably got a Cassius fight still to come. Uh, Yeah, well, that's what I mean. (laughs) All right, so yes or no? Drake's prepared to die. It's not. No, don't die. Do another reroll. All right. Twelve, which is still not enough. Uh, Sasha, can you add that inspiration? Yeah, um, I guess I'll eat a cookie. But like really loudly. So that's 18. Yep. All right. So Mr. Greer tries to throw you off as you wrestle him in the sky. And just as it looks oh like he is about to get rid of you for good. What do you do to sec- secure yourself a, 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 onto this great horned owl man who is like one fourth your size? 
<laughs> yeah, I guess he is kind of small, isn't he? Yeah, he's big for an owl man, but you're an ogre. Uh, I'm just going to give him the biggest bear hug. Okay, I love it. Big old suffocating bear hug. All right, so these two pilots fall out of the airs, out of the airs, multiple airs. These two pilots slam into each other, wrestle through the air as they fall, and <clears throat> their mechs collapse without drivers, just land in the middle of Drift Park, taking out buildings as they fall. And their two wrestling bodies, uh, you see them like silhouetted against the lights of the park as they slam into the roof of the building and go right through it. What building was it? Big Star, you look over as you step up from the as you stand up from the Ferris wheel that you were nearly decapitated by, and you see that they have fallen into the House of Mirrors. Oh, okay. I was really worried it was going to be like, oh, that's the Drift Park poop and broken glass factory. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is now Sasha's turn. Sasha, you just saw your dad and Dreg crash through the roof of the Hall of Mirrors, and they are gone. Their mechs are out of commission. I kind of want to get out and go after them. Yep, uh, Big Star is still fighting the Red Wolf. Big Star will assure you that he can handle this. You got Mel back as well, it's cool. Aye, Captain, and also Big Star. I'm gonna go see my two father figures, I guess. Yes, 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 drama, drama, drama. Austin loves it. I do. Uh, so you put the Shiba Inu in park, and you and Lala jump out and run into the House of Mirrors to keep Mr. Greer from killing Drag or vice versa? Yes. All right, uh... Captain Melbeck, you see Big Star stand up. The Red Wolf is is taking a one shot from a cannon, but is otherwise undamaged. The pilot will not respond to your hails. Okay, in that case, uh, double shotgun again. All right. Let's, pew pew. Uh, 14 and a 9? Uh, 14 hits. Once okay. again, not from the armor of the mech, but the seeming inexperience of the pilot. Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay. Um, 19 damage. That's good. That's a little nicer. All right. So what's actually cut inside the House of Mirrors? Uh, Dreg, you and Mr. Greer crash through the ceiling. You land on the floor. It's dark in here and there's like spooky lighting. You see your uh, visage uh, reflected back at you from every corner, ceiling, wall, at weird angles, far and near. But one uh, of them turns around to face you. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, weird. Um, (laughs) Mr. Gers slowly standing up. You landed on him. Uh, You both are pretty hurt. Uh, You see he has a wrist-mounted device, very much like Sasha's, and he activates it, summoning a hard light rapier very much like his daughter carries. What do you do? Are we going to keep doing this? I put a three-story laser sword through your body and you didn't die, so... So what makes you think you can do it now? Even if I can't kill you, I can make you regret being alive. I can make my daughter regret her choices every time she looks at you. That's bad parenting, yo. Can you... Uh, Mr. Greer is going to stab you. Mm-hmm. One, uh, advantage, 25. And then second attack, 23. I mean, they're both going to hit, but... Yeah, so, I mean, you're at negative, right? Yeah. Uh, so he just starts stabbing Dreg over and over and over and over. And he can't kill you because you're a conduit, but he can mutilate you. He can disfigure you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dreg's a mass of scars. Yeah. Ha- and and so this is this is not new to him. True, but I think these ones are particularly vicious. He cuts a, a big X across your chest. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there's been some great f- fan art of that of a potential injury from the last time you fought. I'm make, I'm making it canon now that now you have that scar. Hell yeah! Uh, and he, you're he's just stabbing the absolute hell out of you in here as Sasha runs through the maze of mirrors trying to get here before you are unrecognizable. Big star. Yes. Um, what's a fun? What's another fun amusement thing I can kick you through? <laughs> uh, so there's a big. Epcot ball. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh the red the red red wolf's gotta turn on its engines and shoulder charge the uh drift park equivalent of the giant Epcot golf ball to try to run you over. Uh dexterity saving throw to get Wait, out of the no, way. Don't kill it. What, Lauren? No, I'm just sad. I love that ball. Yeah, I fingered a lot of girls inside that ride. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have said that on the show. Austin, who has never been horny in his life. Not once. Uh, 10 is a failure, big star. I rolled a 10. You're going to take a lot of damage. The Epcot ball is big. Have you ever seen it? Oh, I love it. Okay, so when you go inside, it's an actual ride, and it's like, I don't know, they show you history and like the future. It's actually kind of lame, but outside, it looks like a giant golf ball. It's really cool, and if somebody reminds me when the episode comes out, I'll post an adorable picture of myself as a child standing in front of it. Aw. Uh oh man, that's a bad roll. Only sixteen damage, so it doesn't crush you completely, Big Star. Okay. Are you dead? No. All right. All right. I'm gonna get up. Yep. And I'm going to look to the Red Wolf. So I'm going to say, mm, at this point, it seems pretty obvious that Cassius is not the one occupying this McNor. Is it one of the many other associates that he knows? Because they won't be skilled enough to know that the true weapons are the ones right there at your hipsy. So I'm getting the impression that the person using this is not much of a combatant. And to that I'll say, you're in a dangerous situation standing between us and our friend. And a big star is a noble spirit. And he's giving you one opportunity to stand down before I blow a hole straight through your chest here. Uh, so is that intimidation? Uh, really, isn't it the investigation of the soul that we're kind of considering? <laughs> How about you investigate my dick and balls, Chris, and roll intimidation? What a dick talk tonight, huh? <laughs> you started it. No, I didn't. 16. 16 is actually good enough for this character. Uh, after you say that, you see that uh, behind you, The crown mech has collapsed, the pilot seemingly falling to his death. You have uh, survived the Epcot ball rolling over you and a a Ferris wheel nearly decapitating you. And now you have the captain has turned her attention to this as well. The Red Wolf pilot loses her nerve and appears on your screen. It is a hummingbird, Aarakocra. I've seen you before. You're a secretary or something for the big boy. Uh, I do uh, uh, PR for Invicta. I, the boss disappeared, and they just needed someone to go around in his mech and make it seem like he was still here, and I, I volunteered as the only one who had the admin password for the mech to change the security, and, uh, and then people attacked, and I didn't know what to do. I was just following Mr. Greer around, and then they just started shooting, and I so don't want to fight. Well, I'm going to help you out here, because the first thing that you need to do is to depower that mech and exit it. But then you'll squish me. You're so big. I will not. I told you, Big Star is a gentle and noble spirit. We have zero interest in hurting you as long as you're not a threat to us. Uh, you feel the whole 
space station rumble as the other party fighting underneath it uh, damages some of the delicate machinery keeping everything going. You know that this place is going to burn up in the atmosphere soon uh, and you need to save Dr. Adler as quickly as possible. Just putting that out there, there's a rumble throughout the space station. Uh, This person, whose name is Rita, R-I-T-A, she is an Aarakocra hummingbird, uh, very small, uh, not a particularly uh, enthusiastic combatant. Uh, She says, "Uh, I have to protect the red wolf. It's really valuable. And Cassius is going to be mad when he comes back and it's not here. Comes back from where? Uh, he was in the House of Mirrors, uh, talking to some visitors we had for the Rygar, and then he disappeared, and no one knows where he went. Where is the doctor? Uh, she was with him when he disappeared. She disappeared, too. Okay, do you know... I'm I'm assuming there's some sort of portal through, through that House of Mirrors. Thoughts? Help? Anyone that can tell us what to do? I don't know. We sent some people in, and they said there was some kind of uh, teleportation magic, but they didn't know where he went. And uh, the guards who were there weren't allowed to talk about it because we had to pretend like Cassius is still here because if the boss goes missing, it's really demoralizing. Okay, well, here's what you're going to do. Stand down, because otherwise we're going to have no choice but to hurt you, and we don't want to do that. You allow us to go in there and find out what happened to our friend who has been taken, ki- been taken prisoner by your boss. The dot... The doctor was a guest. I made sure I got her all her food and I brought her clothes and she lived in the, the roller coaster and I visited her. There are no guests at Drift Park, only prisoners. Maybe not in chains, but in their soul. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I just... <laughs> because you are weak-willed and weak-minded. Damn! No, don't, don't be mean. For, don't be mean, Big Star. Look... It is vitally important that we find that doctor. It is a matter of universal importance. Actually, I want to ask something as well. Mm-hmm. So you said you have the admin passwords to that mech there, yes? Yeah, I changed the authorization because if you try to hook into it and you're not the person who's assigned to it, it'll fry your nervous system. But they needed someone to drive it around to make it seem like Cassius was still here, so I did it. Can you give us the access codes for it? No, you're a terrorist. I'll get executed. No. Well, the space station's going to blow up anyway, but <laughs> oh my it may God. be the only chance for survival. I had to go help evacuate people of the whole space. There are families here. Don't concern yourself with it. <laughs> go save your friends. Don't fight us. Oh my God. Say, save your friends and family. Don't kill us. Uh, is Big Star going to let Rita go to help evacuate people? If she's just leaving and the mech stay behind, fine. No, she needs the mech to carry people. I feel like that's fair. No, I don't really want her to have the mech. As 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 the captain, uh, Melbeck is is gonna make a judgment call and say that she should be uh, left to go. I think it would be hmm. bad if we're gonna have any chance of getting the getting people on our side. They can't. That can't begin with. Oh, you blew up the evacuation vehicle. That's not a good look for us not being the terrorists they're painting us as. I mean, I would argue it's not an evacuation vehicle. It's a vehicle that has been used in war crimes and should burn with this base. I'm, Big Star wants it to go symbolically. Big Star symbolically wants the Red Wolf to burn in the fires here. I, I, th- I think it should burn with the fires, but I think it should be allowed to evacuate people first, and we will track it down and burn it to hell afterwards. But Yeah, this is a juicy dilemma between Captain Melbeck, who wants to do 
a merciful thing that may come back to bite her later. And Big Star here wants to do the practical thing, which has an upfront cost. And it's been kind of Big Star's recent character development talking about what the cost of doing the right thing is, him and Sigrid. So it's a big choice between the two of you. If it's the captain's orders, he'll he'll let it happen. He's not insubordinate, but he's making it clear that he would rather see the Red Wolf I, burn here. I hear, I hear you, Big Star. Trust me. I am aware that neither of these options is perfect. And whichever one we pick is going to have some downsides, but I'm making a call on this. All right. Rita retreats in the Red Wolf to go try to evacuate Drift Park before it burns up in the atmosphere of Gloria. Meanwhile, Sasha, you're running through the House of Mirrors. Uh, why don't you make a check, perception, I think, to try to run towards the sounds of your dad mutilating Dreg. Fun times, fun times. Uh, I rolled, rolled a 10. 10 is average, could be better. Let's cut to Dreg. Dreg, you're getting stabbed. What do you do? Uh, I want to attempt to grab his stabbing arm. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and remove his stabbing implement. All right, well, let's do dexterity versus strength again. Let's see how that goes. Okay. Uh, 10 for me. 18 for me. Uh, so you do win. To remove this thing, which is locked to his wrist, it sounds like... You might need to break his arm or worse. How far are you willing to go? Uh, let's break his wrist. All right. You snap his championship winning uh, rapier yes. wrist, his dominant hand. Snap. The bone pops out as Sasha runs in to the Hall of Mirrors and sees you. Uh, both of you absolutely uh, thrashed. Uh Dragon covered in my blood. Yeah. Your, your blood's <laughs> everywhere. His bone's <laughs> popping out. He shrieks in pain. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with my rapier and try to like mm-hmm. get my well no his wrist is broken never mind he can't do shit I'm just gonna stand in between them all right so you just run over uh, between your two father figures one holding the other one's shattered wrist and th- there's just blood everywhere I think Sasha now you're getting bloody so, between them we're done here no more Drake just lets Drake lets go of of his arm, and so he could just drop to the ground. Yeah, just drop him. He's a dick. And so, and Mister Gurr says, "Look at you, did Sasha? You did this. This is the consequences of your actions." Uh, no, I didn't tell you to go stab Drake. That's how you chose to react. In the distraction, Drake's gonna use lay on hands. I <laughs> know. Uh, Drake starts healing up, and Mister Gurr is gonna try to tackle you into the the wall. Um. I want... Oh, it's so bad. 18. Dreg? Dexterity contest. Two. I am not dexterous. Now, Mr. Greer wins. Uh, so he mm-hmm. basically sucker punches Dreg uh, into the wall, um, slams... Uh, With his bad arm, I hope. No, <laughs> no, his good arm. Ouch, um, that's gonna suck. Yeah, uh, he's gonna try... He, like, grabs out your arm, which has the brass knuckles, slams it into the glass... Um, in the Hall of Mirrors, and, and there's like shattered glass everywhere, and he's gonna try to basically slam you into broken glass. Sasha, what do you do? I want to cast Polymorph. Uh huh. Uh, I believe that's a Wisdom saving throw. He's not very wise. We discussed before. 15. There's an owl stereotype about wisdom. Thirteen. Fuck yeah! I'm going to turn him into. As a boss, he uses a legendary resistance. To suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> to suck your dick, yeah. 
Uh, so you start. Tell me what you what's your ASR. A, I almost said ASL. That's American Sign Language. ASMR uh, thing you're doing. Playing a recorder. You just have oh, you use a hard light recorder. <laughs> yep. To play chopsticks. To play hot cross buns. Yeah, he just turns and with his good arm just like smacks your hand and says, "Stop! Stop it! Stop it! Just for once, take responsibility." How about you treat me like an adult? You're not responsible for me. You're not responsible for me just as much as mom isn't responsible for me or your parents aren't responsible for you. You were responsible for me when I was little because I was little, but I'm an adult now and I'm my own person and you can't just keep acting like I'm supposed to be some extension of you because guess what? I never will be. All right, I'll treat you like an adult then. This is how adults get treated. And he backhands you. Uh... What do I want to do to that? Can I use my style of protection in reaction yeah. to that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to do another. Uh, I'd like to do another opposed strength chest to see about that other wrist. <laughs> okay. Like he's going to slap me and you break it midair. <laughs> yeah. 20. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, it's not what I was hoping for, but. I'm out of inspiration. Oh. 22. Yay. I mean, 22 is higher than 20. <laughs> <laughs> so as he goes to do the backhand, Drake just reaches up uh-huh. from the glass, grabs it, snaps it. All right, Drake snaps both of your dad's arms. I mean, I'm not thrilled about it, but... Yeah. It stops him. You can't hurt her either. He falls to his knees and just starts weeping. And he says... I did everything right. I did. It's not fair. What's not fair? I sent you to a good college and I paid for it and everything. I gave you every advantage and this is how you treat me. What do you mean? All my entire life was criticism and guilt. To make you better, you needed to hear it. Not if that's all I hear. Fuck, this hurts so bad. He's like two floppy broken arms. Can we like, I'm going to roll medicine to like tourniquet him up. He is my dad. He's a dick, but you know. Also, maybe explain to him about the potential end of the world. See if that, you know, makes him see your point. (laughs) I rolled an 11 on medicine. Yeah, I mean, you can pop his arms back into his places they'll go and ogre snapped them. Yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, tourniquet him up, ace bandage it. Mm-hmm. Or just stick it in ice water and we'll never take you to the doctor and see what oh happened. Oh, we know a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could take him to our doctor. <laughs> Maybe he knows where she is. So he he's just weeping, broken. Um, I think the fight's over. Uh, Cap- yeah, Dreg's, Dreg's doing his lay on hands while she's bandaging him up. Captain Melbeck and Big Star, I assume you park your mechs outside and run in because you know the Hall of Mirrors is the last place Dr. Adler was seen. Yep, definitely. Um, so in the distance, there, there's the sound of running footsteps. Um, Mr. Greer is, is just getting snot everywhere now. Had I feel like maybe you should have listened to me and heard my side before you started trying to murder my friends. Or me before you got your wrists broken. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Um, Dreg don't play. But <laughs> Dreg does not play. <laughs> he does not play. Um, 
But here's the thing. I wouldn't risk all this if it wasn't for a really good reason. Like, I'm literally trying to save the whole universe. And I know it probably sounds stupid to you because you don't understand me. But can you just fucking trust me for once, my dude? Persuasion? Do you, do you want to re-roll that, Lauren? What the fuck? 11 again? Please. I also have good that. Maybe I could participate in the roll. Crit! Uh, so, Captain Millock, you enter the room and you see uh, Mr. Greer crying on the ground. Both of his arms snapped. And Sasha's like, no, you don't understand. I have to save the world. And he's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then you come in and he's like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you like take a quick swig of your flask. I just walk in. I walk in, shotgun in one hand and like whiskey in the other and just look at him. <laughs> I love to crit. He says, <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. You won. That's that's what winners do. They that's, decide. That's not what it's about. It's not about winning or losing. Then you never learned a thing from me, Sasha. That's all that matters. What? That's dumb. Have you ever thought about just like having a good time with your friends and not worrying about everything being a contest? I tried to teach you the way I was taught. Yeah. And did you like it when you were a kid or an adult? It made me strong. I was a champion. I was a winner. I survived a war. You've seen my trophy room. Yeah, but didn't it fuck your head up? Yeah. Do you know what? Your daughter's survived. Countless things that should have killed her. Um. Yeah. She she's been one of my one of my she's been my longest companion and like she is my second in command. She is incredibly strong. She's just not using that strength for what you think is right. And honestly, having actually travelled with her and seen what she's seen, I'm willing to... I'm siding with her. I, I, I am very much of the belief that she is going to save the universe. Also, chemistry just really sucks, Dad. <laughs> it's just... It's the worst. <laughs> uh, he looks up at you and he says, It doesn't matter what you say now. You won. You get to decide what happens. That's... That's how the world works. If you say you have to save the world, go save the world. Okay. Thanks. That's uh, almost, not, you know, healthy. The building shakes. Okay. Do, do you have any idea how to go wherever uh, Cassius and the Doctor went? Yeah. Se- secret room in here. Lots of, lots of magic. Uh, presumably you're talking to Mr. Greer. He yeah. has no idea what the fuck any of you are talking about. Jacqueline called him and said, your daughter's gone banana sandwiches. Please help. He He's only been to Drift Park like twice. And that was to get uh, mech uh, fuel. Detect magic. Ah, uh, yeah. Detect magic. You uh, can easily see there's a glowing spiral of magic where out of character, we all know, we all know Cash is teleported from. Uh, there is blood on the wall, and you find half an eyeball in the corner. Hey, guys, this way. Mind the eyeball. You um, <clears throat> saw so your dad still on his knees, crying, arms broken. Oh, can, can somebody heal my dad? I don't have healing magic. No. Just a little bit. I, I, mm, uh, how's everyone else looking as well for healing needs? I have full health. I will say I am fully supportive of the morality of not healing him. I would just maybe point him to an evacuation person. Yeah, he needs to get out. The building yeah. rumbles again. I did ace bandage his wrists. Fu- you you want to get outside? The uh, the red wolf mech is doing evacuations. Uh, he slowly stands up and he says, you know, 
They're never going to look at us the same way, Sasha. All of our friends. Worms giving? Can you imagine the, the dark cloud that's been cast over our family? One, then maybe those aren't the right friends to have. And two, I'm going to show you and everybody can eat their words when I save the universe. Then, <clears throat> he kind of straightens up. Then, <sighs> come back a hero. Or don't come back at all. Sounds about right. Okay. Love you too, Dad. Bye. He he trudges his loser ass out of the Hall of Mirrors. Can I say something to him? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you asking his dialogue? I want to ask him. I want to say something to him privately. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I just want you to know that you cheated not only your daughter, but yourself. Fuck off. You didn't grow. You didn't improve. You took a shortcut and gained nothing. (laughs) This meme is not going to age well. (laughs) Something, something, you're sad. Get out of my life, loser. Yeah. Big Star 100%ed Sekiro, just like I did. We're Uh both elite gamers. Yeah. All I know is that the snake is big and the monkeys are rude. Yeah, they that's 100% true. I'm I'm pretty sure legend reactions are the equivalent of of cheats in Sekiro. <laughs> okay. Um so, you have found the spot where Cassius got shot in the head by Dr. Adler and then they teleported away, but you that's all you know in character right now. Is there uh can I do an arcana check to understand either if I can identify where the teleport went or if there's some way to reactivate the magic? Not only can you do that, but Lala speaks up again, or signs up, tell you all another component of her conspiracy ability, in addition to trade, uh, to sharing buffs in the group, is that she can share knowledge, as it were. So if like you know half of a thing and someone else knows half of the thing, it's put together, <clears throat> like magically speaking. So she can pool all of your knowledge. The mechanical benefit of this is if anybody is proficient in Arcana, uh, they can share that with one other party member. Uh, I am. I am proficient. So if there's two people who are proficient, that means everybody's proficient. Hooray! Roll Arcana. 18. 19. 18. Two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we needed two to pass. We have three passing. Uh, Dreg, who only rolled a two, is like breathing heavily in the corner. He has a bloody X across his chest. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. He's allowed to not... Be, be observant. No. That's good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're giving him a little nap. He he pulled his weight. <laughs> yeah, you guys are searching this this room. Sasha, you have the detect magic. Uh, Big Star is an expert in all kinds of nerdy stuff because of who he is as a person. So you put together that Cassius was here with Dr. Adler. Somebody got shot and there was a teleportation. You find like a bullet hole and half an eyeball. You don't know if it's Dr. Adler's or Cassius's. Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're rolling hit. They're rolling for the audience. Um, you understand that Cassius teleported out of here. However, the the range of Cassius's teleportation is unclear to pretty much everybody in universe. Um, I'm going to say you don't automatically know right now that he teleported to an outer plane of reality. That's a that's a pretty big leap. But you realize that the range of his teleportation must be enormous, that he went missing from Drift Park and nobody saw him go. What way would we be able to figure out to kind of deduce where they're at like roll religion oh all right oh with advantage because you won the arcana check is anyone proficient in religion if anybody's proficient in religion Um, you can share it no 
No. No. Fucking the paladin? God damn. It's because I killed all the gods. It's my fault. His his paladin abilities aren't derived from religion. All right. 17. I rolled a seven. I rolled a four. No. Uh, 12? 15. Yeah. And that's with a minus three. 15 and 18. All right. So this time, um, Big Star and Dreg are the ones who figure out. They're like, okay, so he teleported it somewhere. Where? Well, it's outside of Drift Park. That must mean his range is enormous. So you think to yourself, maybe he can teleport anywhere he's been. You guys have all read his medical report. You know he died. And with two successes, I think you know where soldiers go when they die. Ugh. Now the question is, how do we get there? Do we count as soldiers? (laughs) That is a terrible idea. (laughs) The implications of that are staggering, Laura, and terrifying. Don't finish that thought. Um, well, we in the universe. I don't. Captain Melbet doesn't know how I they got there. I just used all these hit dice, Laura. <laughs> uh, for the record, if you guys died, even if you went to Acheron, you would become petitioners, which is what the people become when they die, and you would not have your memories. Oh, those are pretty good. Those are still like a dollar a piece. <laughs> Jesus, the Magic the Gathering I assumed, joke. I assumed that wouldn't be the thing, but you know, I wanted to double check. I imagine that Cassius has gone to. Fuck, Archon? <laughs> we can call it the Infernal Battlefield, it's, if that helps. It's the hellscape battlefield that he went to when he died. It would be the most likely mm. solution. Ah, okay, so, obvious question, team. How do we get there other than group suicide? Extremely dark and not how it works, but thank you, Melbeck. <laughs> <laughs> we? How do we get there? Okay, Captain Melbeck says that out loud, and Lala says, Oh, I know how to plane shift. It seems extremely <laughs> useful right now. So convenient, um, wow. Can you plane shift us plus the mechs? I want to say something, though. I don't like how you just showed up and suddenly it's like Babish never existed. I want everyone to know that Babish <laughs> is still my favorite person in this team. <laughs> You're never, never going to replace Babish. Chris is all that dang shit tonight. I mean, Ada specifically sent her with you because she's a powerful sorcerer who has no, I know. high level I'm, magics like plane shift. Um, yeah. So she can send um, a, a group of people to another plane. She tells you she can only do it once. So if she sends you all to Acheron or the infernal battlefield, if that's easier to say, you'll have to find a, you'll have to find a teleportation gate to come back. Okay. Did, did she clarify if she can send our mechs as well? No, they're too big. Okay. Do teleportation gates and outer planes exist naturally? Like, yep. Okay, then we could presumably find one. We're a very resourceful team. I would highly recommend the video game Planescape Torment, in which you walk from outer plane to outer, outer plane through a bunch of portals. Very good game. All right. Yeah. Season six. What? Um, <laughs> I'll cut that. What? All right. So we need to. What? Blah, blah. What's happening? Send us there. Stat. What? Whomst? All right. Does anybody have anything? Anyone want to roll anything? So Ada is, gets ready to plane shift. Uh, she does, you know, a bunch of um, somatic gestures. She's out here doing those Doctor Strange hands, four of them. Uh, she can't speak, but she can flap her wings to make noises, the, the vo- vocal components. And she has whatever somatic components she needs in her little backpack. Does anybody want to say or do anything? 
Uh, can I roll constitution to brace myself for the afterlife? Yeah, so I don't know if we ever talked about this much on screen. Uh, outer planes are where souls go when they die. They are also uh, ecosystems where things naturally occur. For example, in the heavens, angels exist. They're from there. Uh, in hell, devils exist. In the abyss, demons exist. Those are naturally occurring animals or you know beings there. But they're also where the souls of people on the prime material, pl- the the inner planes, the prime material, and the parallel planes go to so it's both the afterlife and just a place where people live and are born and die so it's it's do we need our handy dandy protective suits that i got us in the first mission uh there's no radiation as far as you know uh <laughs> on the <laughs> no i said they were fancy and had many amenities i'm just saying uh-huh we could say you had them in your backpack if you want to just wear them for the memes but no i don't think you're gonna go back okay. to the show i was just checking i don't know That's- has Babish prepared any new recipes for us that they can just quickly airdrop down for us to take with us? Yeah, do we have any, like, snacks? You have a lunchbox full of cookies. Yay! I want a bunt cake. You want a bunt cake? I want a bunt cake. Do any... Okay. Do... Man, now I want a bunt cake. See? Do all soldiers, when they die, go there, generally? Generally, yeah. The way that the outer planes work is they each have uh, alignments and, like philosophies associated with them and they kind of draw the souls of the dead like gravity so big star is going to mentally prepare himself for the possibility of seeing some people he used to know then it's you know it's weird because like i know you're saying acheron but i'm hearing akron as in ohio and i'm thinking (laughs) of that tracks yeah same place also an evil afterlife yeah uh so (laughs) from the planescape book i believe uh no this is from Planes of Law. Um, here's here's what it says of Acheron. Cubes. I love cubes. Ask any being on the planes about Acheron, and this is the first thing that comes to mind. For the plane of Acheron consists of nothing but massive iron cubes drifting through a gray, airy void. So it's for goth kids. <laughs> it, it, it's metallic Minecraft. The environment of Acheron is livable but not much more than that. There's always a chill to the plane, and the deeper, one tra- the deeper one travels down its layers, or the further into the emptier regions, the worse the chill gets. Are the cookies that Babish made warm? Yeah, I'm going to say they all give you all an inner warmth uh, that protects you from the, psycholo- the immediate psychological and physical conditions of being transported to another plane. What does the butt cake Hooray! do? Plus three to all of your attack rolls! Awesome, Austin, thanks! Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I love you. Um, Mwah. What if me and Chris just started making kissing noises and we wouldn't stop? We just refused That's to stop. That's what the fans want. I would, I would cheer for Finally. you. I'm glad that you two have found each other. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled to stick my finger up your butt off. <laughs> Got a 19. Oh this is what people are here for. <laughs> oh, I'm way too stoned for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a description of Acheron here. Renegade armies filled with every sort of creature wander the faces of Acheron looking for enemy forces to fight. 
However, mutiny or madness soon, soon brings down even the strongest military leader, leaving most armies without a true objective other than the destruction of other renegade armies. Sometimes armies of undead or constructs last longer because they are able to mindlessly fulfill their last orders. Armies that have not gone completely mad may still seek a goal, such as the defense of a realm, the procurement of divisions, or the overthrow of an imposter king. Unfortunately, because most of those causes were important on a plane far from Acheron, even the most steadfast armies soon lo lose focus and go renegade. So basically, it, the infinite cubes covered, uh, each face of the cube covered with armies that just fight for all eternity, uh, trying to gain uh, ground in a never-ending war, and once they conquer a face of a cube, they just go to the next one, and someone conquers the one they just left. It's just an endless carnage on an infinite scale for essentially no reason. So I know this is a tonal shift, but I feel like it needs to be said that Chris did roll a 19. To finger my butt, yeah. yeah <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm too knuckled. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. Um, <laughs> so Lala finishes her ritual and all of you are suffused in uh, like fire almost. The, the, the magic she is, uh, wields is fire-based as someone from the sun. All of, you, all of you are just encircled with fire that seems to burn you up but is actually transporting you to the surface of Acheron, one of its cubes. Um, it is just this black metal hellscape. Uh, things are growing out of it, but they're gnarled and weak and dying, even as they burst out of the ground. There's swords and guns and tanks and sh the shells of some... Can I commandeer a tank? <laughs> no, they're dead and lifeless. Oh. There's nothing but carnage and the husks of battle here. In the distance... Uh, from all sides, you hear screams and the clash of swords and the firing of guns, the just the explosions of missiles, uh, just nothing but war from all sides of you. Um, and where you teleport, I think because Lala is a very powerful sorcerer, she intuited where the, the teleportation went from. The transwarp signature, yeah. The, yeah, she star trekked him up, followed the signature. Yeah. So she actually teleports you to where Cassius went. Uh, you do not see Cassius or Dr. Adler right now, uh, but you do see blood. And it's leading in a certain direction. Well, I'm going to roll survival to follow that blood. I would. Follow that blood. Follow that blood. I rolled an E. What the fuck? Very bad. Uh, 50, 15 for the captain. Big star, you rolling? I mean, I mentioned just a moment ago that I have a negative one to survival, but I suppose I shall. 17, I'm awesome. Oh, <laughs> Big star saves the day. Uh, so you follow this trail of blood. Then you see, uh, because of the successful rolls, there are actually two trails of blood that are uh, kind of walking. People were walking uh, together. So you understand that both Dr. Adler and Cassius were wounded. And they started making their way in this direction. What do you guys talk about as you walk across this battlefield, uh, which is just strewn with corpses and broken weapons and the sound of death never leaving your ears? So, uh, Drag, thanks for not, like, just going for it and murdering my dad. He's still your father. I appreciate that, but he does suck. Yes. But just... Just want to let you know I appreciate that. And also, you did get stabbed a lot, so I'm sorry about that. A pressing matter I feel like we need to discuss before we go into this. Um, 
I, I, I think we've all just sort of assumed that the strategy here is going to be beat up Cassius, tell Dr. Adler what's going on and everything will be fine, but have we actually thought about how we're going to approach this to the Doctor? Because we're basically going to walk in and tell her essentially that this thing that she's sacrificed so much for is going to destroy everything. That, like, how do we approach that without sending her admittedly low self-esteem even lower? <laughs> You're not going to believe what's happened to us. I mean, we let her into the hive mind. She sees it through the memories and then she'll get it, right? Can we add her to the hive mind? Is that how it works? I don't see why we can't try. I, I, I don't know if this is a thing to fix now, but this is just something that I think we need to all think about before we before this happens. Yeah, I agree. We should definitely try to uh, take a you know, light touch with it. But when push comes to shove, if she wants a reason, then I don't know what to like, kid, re-kidnap her? That's bad, but <laughs> also we can't let her make a Maxwell. Uh, so... All I've got to go on in terms of a plan is hoping that the bonds we tried to make while we were together are enough for her to trust us. Oh, she's going to be really pissed that uh, I did set half of her ship on fire. Maybe save that for afterwards. The one person who didn't contribute to this conversation is the person who actually knows how Dr. Adler feels about stuff. <laughs> I was going to wait to see if anyone asked him on it. <laughs> Yeah, I I would I would have assumed he would offer to chime in. Um, well, that's the but- thing is, I was going to be like, Big Star should talk to Doctor Adler, and then I was like, that's just Chris talking to himself, so I didn't suggest that. Well, I'll I'll, I'll just I'll just say so. Like Sasha and and uh, the captain have the conversation. Big Star is going to chime in, and he's going to say, I wouldn't worry too much about the Doctor. Yeah, this news is going to be shattering to her. But the doctor's strong, you know? She's survived a lot. And I don't think she's gonna let one little setback at this point stop her, no. She'll pick herself up. She'll figure out what to do. And in the end, she'll do what she's always been meant to. That's what I believe. If she can survive all those years on Drift Park, I think she can survive anything. You know her best, Big Star. I trust you. Let's not overthink it. In we go. Ada sides to you, Sasha. What about the eye? Well, I guess we'll find out when we get there. I did say mind the eye. Okay, so everyone just represses that terrible thought? Well, no, Drake's going to just assume he took her eye. (laughs) He's... And is ready to kill him. Listen, I feel like I'm going to put in some earbuds and listen to, like, some calming elevator music. Yeah. On the walk to follow them, like, do 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 <laughs> the, the captain is assuming the worst of what happened with the eye and being like, oh, okay, Adler's lost one. This is not going to be a good time. Oh, God, another body part destroyed. What is with this fish? <laughs> so all of you gird yourself for a grisly truth and continuing your march uh, across Acheron, uh, you see in all directions marching armies 
So you look to the east, army. You look to the west, army, north, army, south. It's just bad here. But where you're walking, it seems like you're following a trail of people who are specifically avoiding the most active battlefields here, which makes sense. So you're not immediately set upon by uh, the souls of the world's most vicious uh, killers. Uh, however, you are try must not reference Kingdom Hearts. You Do reach it. the you, you reach the edge of what was a battlefield very recently, and its edges are demarcated by innumerable swords plunged blade down into the ground. Okay, so this is the Keyblade graveyard. Laura, Laura, it's a Keyblade graveyard. It also is like that <laughs> Steven Universe thing. It's a common trope, actually, from... But, but it's totally the Keyblade graveyard, though. <laughs> I wonder what the first instance... There's also uh, one in Dark Souls, I believe. Keyblade graveyard. She's just gonna keep saying Key, key Grave Blade Blade Blard. Key, key Grave Blade <laughs> Key Blard Blade Blue Blob. Um, oh boy, we're having a real normal one! <laughs> no, we can't have a normal one on this one. <laughs> um, so you see uh, there is a particularly uh, bloody battlefield here, scattered with weapons and bodies. There's just, the ground is made of bodies here. Of all different species, um, every petitioner takes a shape unique to the plane. So if you go to hell, uh, the petitioners who show up will be like the lowest form of devil. If you go to Hades, they take the form of like gray uh, larva. If you go to the beast lands, you become an animal. Here in Acheron, uh, the soldiers maintain most of their physical appearance, but they their whatever wounds felled them on the battlefield are usually represented on their body somehow. Uh, so you see people here who have who had like blade wounds or gunshot wounds even before they were killed again on this battlefield. So you're like weaving through these bodies and past these weapons. Um, and you see there are innate, like native birds picking over the bodies, I guess uh, vultures, but specifically like hell vultures. Yeah. Sounds metal. Yeah. It's extreme. That's what, that's what I want to impress upon you is the, this very berserk scene of all these bodies strewn across here. This is where the blood has led you. Cool. Uh-huh. Can I do uh, can I do like insight or investigation to try and work out what happened from here? Uh, yeah, uh, investigation or survival. You're a ranger, so survival probably makes more sense. Uh yeah, let's let's do that thing. I rolled a 7. Fail. 17. Success. 10. That was a bad roll. I have a plus eight. <laughs> That's a really bad roll. Six. Uh, so the party fails to search the battlefield for the most pressing of information. What I will say is, Melbeck, you think that perhaps uh, Dr. Adler and Cassius were scavenging for supplies or something? Um, but you're not 100% sure why. Okay. At this time. And there's no visible sign of them anywhere around. I'll say with a fail, you guys are searching through this this battlefield, all these corpses, all these weapons. Um, you're not sure where to go next, and you will uh, hear something approaching you. Well, turn to face it. Okay. What is it? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's about a waist-high creature, uh, long spider legs, and a long eel-like neck. It's your good friend, the Neogi. Oh, because we killed him. Ah, oh, fuck. Told you. Oh! Stepping over these bodies is this wolf spider uh, eel hybrid, almost an alien. And you can see that its head was crushed in 
before hmm. seemingly being reconstituted in some way. It has like the wound, like the wound is gone, but the scars remain as it were. Uh, and this, this Neogi is approaching Dreg specifically. Yeah. So, so as a reminder, this is the species that can like take other species as slaves. Right. Oh yeah. No, I know exactly who this is. Yeah. Their signature ability is to enslave other aliens. Yeah, this Nyogi is approaching its little legs, uh, carefully stepping f- between the bodies on the battlefield as it makes a beeline for Dreg. I'm going to yell, hey, homie, what's up? This this should be fine because we kicked its ass once and now we are infinity stronger. Uh, it, it's getting closer. You see the, like, the scars across its head where it was... Uh, basically curb stomped to death by dragon episode one are glowing faintly uh can i roll an insight <sighs> never mind i crit fail jesus i'm just not meant to cur- insight. what are the rolls tonight? dice are not our friend tonight i don't know uh Six? 25 on insight <laughs> jesus big star you failed you panic and you think oh god it's coming right for us <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh god Oh, he wasn't even there for the prior encounter, so he doesn't even have the... Yeah. Big Star, you just see a Neogi making a beeline for the party, and you think you have to do something. Uh, Dreg rolls 18 on the insight check. So, Big Star, sensing that this Neogi is going to lunge and attack, uh, Big Star prepares to hurl himself into the way of danger to take the blow. <laughs> okay. Uh, Captain Milbeck got a 25, and Dreg got an 18, so the group passed... Uh, you see this Neogi approaching, and the the rest of you think, well, it's not really approaching in a particularly dramatic fashion. It doesn't have a weapon. Also, it probably could have enslaved one of you by now, considering the range, if it wanted to. And as you're thinking that, Dregstar flop, <laughs> Big Star flops on the ground in front of Dreg dramatically. <laughs> Big, you okay, Big Star? Sorry, it was uh, old war jitters coming up. It's uh, it's a reason. It's okay, buddy. You want some apple slices? <laughs> Dreg. Dreg kneels down to help Big Star yeah. up. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a water bottle and some apple slices. Uh, the okay, so you help Big Star to his feet. The Neogi uh, circles around Dreg and then stands behind it. This stands behind him. Well, Dreg's not gonna let him stand behind him. He's gonna continue to turn and keep face with him. Okay, once it sees that you're doing that, it just stops walking all together and just stands at attention it has like little arms like as it ha- it has eight oh. legs but two of them are kind of like grasping arms you're its master oh i am does does it think you're its master what happened here the neogi does not speak can anyone speak do we know what language neogi speak i have tongues uh yeah the neogi uh speak deep speech the Ooh, same that I've- I've got deep speech. Uh, in in deep speech, I I ask, um, are you able to fill us in on on some weird visitors that may have come through here? <laughs> the Neogi does not respond to you, Captain Melbeck. It stands at attention, as if waiting for orders from Dreg. All right, I'm gonna cast tongues. We all can talk to anything now. Dreg, Dreg, uh, why don't you try giving this thing an order, like telling it actively to take us to Cassius and Adler, maybe? Have you seen a fish woman? The Neogi uh, says in Dee's speech, Yes! Take us to her. Right away! And the Neogi scuttles off. Um, we before, follow. Before we follow, I want to cast on the party uh, Pass Without Trace. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so we all get a plus 10 bonus to stealth for the next hour. Nice. Uh, what I'm thinking is maybe we stealth, what, do a stealth roll before we follow this Neogi so we can maybe get the drop on, uh, on, on Cassius and Olivia. Uh, the Neogi leads you through this f- uh, field of bodies and weapons. Um, the, the field is enormous. You, you can't see one end of it from the other. It's like a classic American Civil War style kill zone, essentially. Uh, and so if you had f- succeeded on your survival checks, you would have maybe been able to track Cassius and Dr. Adler through it. But with the Neogi uh, to lead you, it takes you in a completely other direction. Uh, and you can see in the distance um, an Aarakocra. Uh, sitting amongst the bodies, hunched over, and it has a flag wrapped around its head like an eye patch. It's a sole unified military forces flag, like the in-universe in equivalent of like the UN, I suppose. Okay, so this is presumably Cassius. Um, it, I'm 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 rolling stealth. Anyone else joining me on this? Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty-four on stealth. That seems wise. Nineteen. Uh, everyone has a plus 10 to stealth. Oh, that's right. So, 25. 26. Yeah, so all of you, I guess, get down in, like, um, marine snipers and start crawling through the bodies? Yes. Yeah, just sort of, like, rolling through the bodies, keeping it low level, like, not walking up to him. Just don't think about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so you follow this Niyogi. I guess you also put Pass Without a Trace on him, so he gets low to the ground. And scu- yeah, everyone can have it. And scuttles forward, leading you to Cassius. You can see his form. He is weathered and beaten. He does not look like proud and powerful right now. He's sitting um, just on a pile of bodies, almost like a, a throne, um, but not triumphantly. Like mm. he's slouched over. Uh, he's already bled through his eye patch, which is this this military flag. Uh, you see, he does have his pistol in his holster, but no other visible weapons. And you don't see Doctor Adler. Okay. And we, we've presumably all now surmised, oh, Dr. Adler presumably took out his eye. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Not a great sign. No, not, not the best sign. Dreg's going to uh, whisper to the Yogi, this is not fish woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yogi says, with him. Do any of us have good catch him off guard and maybe keep him held in place stuff? What if I sneak up on him and turn him into a mouse? You know he has legendary resistances. <laughs> no, I know. I was just saying, well, I really want to turn someone into a mouse. <laughs> you know what? You, once you say it, you've willed it into existence, so. Okay. Somebody. Um. Oh, that's concentration. Do I have to keep... Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, fuckface! We <laughs> <laughs> always blow count on stealth, you, friend. <laughs> uh, so, Sasha, you're gonna break stealth. Everyone else, you can stay hidden amongst the bodies if you want, and just have Sasha run up. I'm Owl Woman. I can do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand up with her. Thanks, Big Star. Yeah, no, Drag will stand up too. There's no point in. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm 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 gonna stay down on the ground yes. for the second, just on the off chance that I can pull something off with my 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 stealth. We we were so stealthy. I want to do something with it. I'm so sorry. I'm like this. So the ranger is gonna take up a sniper's position, uh, hidden in the in the bodies. That's good. The rest of the party just stands up and walks over. Uh, does the classic Dracula? You bitch. You, I need my money. <laughs> <laughs> what was that meme? The moon. The moon. The moon night meme. 
Yeah. Uh, so you walk up and he's just, he doesn't even stand up. He just sees you walking over and sa- and kind of chuckles to himself and says, <laughs> I guess this time I have your bitch. Oh, ha 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 ha. Very funny. I shoot him. Oh, I love you. <laughs> 26. the music absolutely not why why do you torture me like this every month i'll never tell you a single music so tell me all the musics never somebody has to and i don't know them no you're the only your only hope not allowed what not allowed <laughs> why crime what illegal <laughs> somebody help austin's having a stroke go directly to jail who me (laughs) for for your what for your podcasting crimes please somebody has to stop me or i'll kill again (laughs) who are you killing podcasting (laughs) it's april 2019 i need you to say names i need you to say music bitch no i'm just so the out of character normally i'm playing austin the fun loving uh guy everyone loves to be around guys want to be him girls they're ambiguous they're they're ambivalent honestly um But I'm going to step outside that character and serious talk for a second. The credits are getting too long and it's becoming an issue. Apparently, uh, sketch who uploads the show to YouTube is saying that the rendering for the videos is failing because the file is too big because we talk about names for too long. Oh, so we're supposed to streamline it. Yeah, we got to get it down to a smooth anything but 20 minutes. Please, God. Oh, okay. God, please. Well, we're, we're failing. We're three minutes, three and a half minutes in. We've done nothing. I recognize the irony of expanding the length of the podcast by talking about how it's too long. But the music credits are in the description of the episode. You can click the links. You can go right there. The people, click the links, you bitches. Just click on them. Uh, of course, you know the... Oops, my brain turned off. You can find... <laughs> You can find the rest of us in our stuff also in the episode descriptions. Lauren's at Rargolicious on Twitter. I'm at Austin Yorski. You know, patreon.com slash Austin Yorski. That's how you get on the list you're going to hear. Laura, Laura K. Buzz everywhere. Kotaku.co.uk. Queer and Pleasant Strangers is a podcast. Jimquisition is a podcast. Conrad, of horse, at Conrad Zimmerman on Twitter. Movie movie boys no it's not called that it's i co- hope it is i really want it to be called movie boys now conrad change it to movie boys it's spinoff doctors that's also in the jimquisition feed so you can find those in the same place and then chris rollo t at rollo t uh patreon.com slash weekly manga recap that's where he does his dark rituals anything else sketch.bandcamp.slash sketch.camp.slash band
The real link, of course, in the episode description. <laughs> yes, please don't listen to me. Uh, everything's in the episode description. It's always been there, but I'm just deciding to say it out loud more often because people ask. So with that out of the way, mm-hmm. how do you feel about some names? Executive producers, April 2019, hit me. A Bozog blew my cover three. Bozog's on the high seat. Oh, that's the best one. People yeah. say that the series peaked with two, but three is a real gem. I can't do the long monologue for each name. A werewolf with a Chinese menu <laughs> in his hand. They're getting real good this <laughs> month. Abigail Grace. Aftershock, conduit of party stickiness. Oh, yeah, that's a bit. You weren't there for that episode. Reference. Oh, hey, everybody, Lauren's not inside this joke. Aki uh, Savalinen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Allison the Purple. Amanda Sternad. An otter clinging to your leg, begging you not to leave. I'm sorry, otter. We had to get this done for sketch. <laughs> Say a name. It's an otter. He's begging you not to leave. Uh, Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Fedje. Conduit of thanks for getting my name right. It's up. Oh. oh, I promise you, Andrew. I did not. <laughs> I busted Andrew it. Andrew R. Andy Harkins. Anime Jesus. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. We're not going to talk about your cat this month, I promise. She's sitting right behind me. She knows. Anthony, patron of Dora. Arachnavolt, keeper of the credit prison in Sentinel of Justice. Fear me. Okay. So, so it's you who has trapped me here. Yeah, this is your prison architect. This is your doing. Arja Limite. Arjan de Koning. Ashley. No, just Ashley. August Rue. Austin Forsky? Is that the <laughs> sequel to Austin Threesky? Austin Valentine. Austin Yorsky, conduit of good boy itself. Aw, someone likes you. One person. Backwards of conduit, sparkle. <laughs> Fuck. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B. Ray Echo. Billy Bob, big boisterous baby boy. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Brady, conduit of failed murder. Mm-hmm. Brent. Not the host of Funk that plays Goatly. Yeah, no. I'm not without you. No. Brett. No. But you can call me Joan or Renshi. You can't just, you just you went on without me. Callum, y'all are wonderful and I'm grateful for that, Turner. Cameron Abbas. <laughs> Candace Lauren is Mothman Starling. Hell yeah. You are a cryptid. I don't know if you're Mothman though. Have you foreseen any bridges collapsing? No, but I do sometimes see my, laugh, my life collapsing before my life. <laughs> Charlie, Austin's favorite son, Chocolate. Is he? Tortilla's my favorite son, for the record. He's not even your son. Charm Wilkie. Chris, is it too late for April fooling walling? Christopher Charlow. Chunk Funk wants the funk dog. <laughs> okay. Now they just want us to make weird noises. Cody Jackson. <laughs> Coho Blast. Oh, Lord. Conduit of flirting with Austin through credits, not Brent in disguise. Oh, this is- Brent! This is how this ends. I'm definitely getting catfished through this podcast. I can feel it. <laughs> Corm, conduit of late night screenings of Tommy Wiseau's The Room. Didn't we go to one? Yes, we sure did. That was so many years ago. I'm so old. I know. What did, what happened? Cormac, conduit of empty carbs. Counterfeit. C.R. Saldana, prophet of Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. Cumber. Dandy Snuff. Cumber. <laughs> Daria, condiment of pizza. Cumber. Dotting frost. Delilah Coffin, the spider god incarnate. Oh no. Oh dear, spooky. Dennis Bengson. Cumber. 
<laughs> Dennis Pancake Jetlifson. Devin, Conduit of Evolution. Donald Bunker. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Oh, we have a lot of PhDs in the house this month. Dr. Tao. Dr. Dr. Goatman. Goatman. <laughs> I'm oh. taking them all. Okay. You can say the next one because I don't know how. No, to. I don't want it now. Cumber. Dr. <laughs> Isix. Cumber. Dr. Squeak. <laughs> or how I learned to stop worrying and love the funk. Drag it in the server room. Drag versus Pangolin. No. The immovable object and the unstoppable force. Duke Vintage Diplomat. Cumber. Dylan and... Is it Rylan or Rylan? Because it's like Dylan, but with an R. Cumber. The dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning also dishes. I think Lauren's going to handle the rest of this one. I'm just going to... Dylan Pondu a skeleton booty. Ebrand, Kaleido Star was an amazing show. I'm losing my voice still. Fuck off. Einar Johansson. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not they're going to yell at you, you talk. I help. Acorn. Elder brain, <laughs> elder brain, conduit of gooey goo, chewy, chew chewing, cramalama jam, ram ham wham dam. I'm so proud You thought of I you. couldn't do it. Elder dog. Aww. Yeah, that's good. Elderly goose, conduit of fucking hell. What the fuck? Elderly goose, <laughs> conduit of folding gindle. It's something backwards. Let me it's read it. literally elderly goose, conduit of folding backwards. Okay, but they did it both. It's a. I'm too stupid to read credits. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm doing fine. <laughs> Eleanor Nodontasius Paradin. Elaine. Elizabeth Jackalope. Emma, horchags are good. Moose ain't one. So what animal moose is is still a mystery, but not a horchag. It's not a horchag. Uh, is moose a guinea pig? We'll find out Tell next me month. next month. <laughs> yeah. Emma Murrant. Oh my god, Emma Murrant. <laughs> I lost my spot for a second. Andigo Van Dane. Come on! Error 800A03EA Microsoft JSKIP compilation error. Please contact Bob. They can make you read anything, you know. I know. I'm just glad they haven't made it horny yet. Erwin Lalagadek. Which, by saying that, now they're going to do it. A terrible curse you've cast. I've cursed myself. Extellaris. Fabian got that dank. Hell yeah. Florian H. Francois V. Frank Sands. Grimlock. Guinevere Cummings. Guys, this has been a great season. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Half Thor Gunderson, first of his name, born of fire and British of Riddy. I should have just said his full name every time I gave up on that joke, even though it came from the fact that my brother played a character with that extremely long name and he insisted on reading it the whole thing every time and it was extremely annoying and I was going to do that to you guys, but I didn't have the heart to go through with it. That's very your brother. Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Hedron Master. <laughs> Him's penis broke three. Him's new pee-pee. <laughs> Very a... F. She did say I would like her name. Is that a sequel to Him's penis broke two? <laughs> Electric all... Boogaloo? Yeah, everyone's on this two. Or everyone's on this three shit. Okay. Hunter Howlin. What? Hunter Howlin. You skipped one. Oh, I did. How do I make friend regards? Condo to social faux pas. Just yell at them till they like you. That's what I do. Ian Morgan. Ingmar Grimon. Isaac, conduit of fish shark marketing. Evoli- nope. Evolution. Sure. Um. Mm-hmm. Some symbols. <laughs> yeah, just say symbols. Either <laughs> someone deliberately made something unpronounceable, or the PDF conversion ate it and spit it back out like gibberish. It looks like backwards kayak, but with a weird 
Like, I don't know, man. James Neely. I'm so sorry. If if you did that on purpose, I'm not sorry. Uh-huh. Jamie, third strike. Everyone is on that three shit. <laughs> Janiac, conjugate of queer and pleasant strangers on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh, my God. Jasper giving you that ooh-ah-ah sensation. Hell yeah. I was trying to think of a Street Fighter joke for the Jamie third strike, and she just kept, she just bowled on ahead. You told me we have to make it faster. We do. Well, I can edit it out. Fine. J. Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish Wizard, the Wizard of J. Jealous Goddess Cosplay. Jeff Clark. Jen. Jess. John Carey, but not that one. John Potts. I thought we were going to do that anymore. (laughs) We're going to do it every time. I don't know. John Barnett. Jonathan Colton, oh, fuck again. I <laughs> half of these names make me say all oh, fuck before I start. Jonathan Colton, Justin Timberlake must re-record first of May at Jake Joko first of May. Joseph Tombrello. Josie, conduit of magic systems holding hands. Jew Man Jack, Zombie Jesus Hunter. Julian Phillips, conduit of fake movement. I don't know. I'm not going to ask any questions anymore. Just imagine a sad owl, but why? It's a sad owl and a sad, sad otter. What's wrong with you, monsters? It's psychological warfare. Just a jester. Justin, Connor, they're trying once again to get my life together. I am right there with you, buddy. Jorgen, Indie Monster, Weinwick, Ford, Conduit of Name Butchering. I think I did pretty well this week. Month? Month? Fuck. Caster UK. Kate, Conduit of Recurring Regret. Oh, yeah. Ah, no, you love it. Kiefer Lowe. Keith, Conduit of Procrastination. Also a big myth. Keladry. Keladry. Keladry? Conduit of Pretentious Transfem Chosen Names Itself. Keller Automat! Ken, Conduit of Finally Writing This Goddamn PhD Dissertation. Proud of you, Ken. Kevin Dobbins! Killer Cotton Shizno. Kinuku Fan. Kitty Foe. Not Thing. Kodiak and Luke Albuquerque, Conduit of Good Good Belly Rubs. Christina, conduit of Bozox time traveling back to fight Gorfinex itself. They do have powerful kicks. They do. Oh, it's my turn. Criterion, conduit of Caleb is my boy. Kyle Badsvik. Kyle Schultz. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Levy the Goblin Dude. Let me see that ass clap. Standing ovation. Uh, is that the first horn one? It's not even that horn. Okay, that's the bar, folks. Oh, my God. Keep reading. Okay. Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Not, not because of that one, but Loki Loki whispers into seashell. <laughs> is Moose Snick? <laughs> the, the Moose Saga continues. If everyone in the whole credits asks what Moose is, eventually we'll, by process of elimination, d- discover what animal. So this month we have Snick mm-hmm. and Guinea Pig. Does that work spoken? I realize in, in text everyone can recognize it's snake, but... It's snake. Okay. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. M. Joe. The Cult of Gorfinex. Master Rink thinks drinks are an... Oh, Jesus Christ, banana <laughs> Master Rink thinks drinks are in order. Matt Lackitz would like Mothman to remove his minions from my wardrobe. Is that where he keeps them? That's where they go in my house. Matt Luce. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Schultz. Ma- Moxie Firewalker, conduit of determination itself. Maximum side boob two, electric boogaloo. No, boobaloo. Yeah. Fuck. Boobaloo, you fool. <laughs> My mouth is so bad. Majin. Melbent. Melbent. <laughs> Guys, Lauren's having a normal one this month, and I cannot keep up with it. You can't keep up with my good brain energy. Melissa Nielsen. Mel Tish, Pondu a bad jokes. Mel Tyke. Fine. 
Michael Groman. Michael Hall. No, now it's a competition. Michael, Michael Minkler. Co- Jeff Goldblum voice. It's my birthday. Michael Happy Minkler. Birthday, Michael. Kind of a Jeff Goldblum voice. Uh, I it's, beat you. It's my birthday. Uh, uh, it's my birthday. Midlife Stasis. Miko from Finland. Miles Funk, the dice punk in Rose, who is not an afterthought. Okay. We must have called him out last month. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We didn't mean to be like that. Morgan, Morgan Rapp. Rapp. Nope, Morgan Rapp. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Steven Lesbian Siegel, Pooh Bear Shaker. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Nanita and Niskins. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. Nina Person. <laughs> You're not a snake. I am. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Bozog. Interrupting Bozog. Lauren. Ah! Okay. Nope, let's try it one more time. Knock, knock. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Bozog. Interrupting Bozog. Ah. I interrupted you. You did. Thank you. Notorious, unemployed, conduit of lugubrious itself. (laughs) (laughs) I really like the next one. Oi, Austin, when I eat that ass, should I use a fork and knife? Please do not put that anywhere. (laughs) Please don't put any knives near the ass. Not ideal. Some people are into it, honestly. Uh, No. Paye Rajberg. (laughs) Rob Zerg. Pixel Fool. Hmm? Pick- oh, I, I miss Paul Mullen. Man, I had bad eyes. Are we are we losing it? I mean, we are always losing it. Paul Mullen. Pixel Fool. Preston Bowers. Oh, god damn it. Pruitt Holcomb. Puck, I told my parents I like a like to podcast when they said <laughs> off. <and> off. <laughs> That's not how this works. Rain Raven. Mm-hmm. Random conduit of would you like a hug? Yes, please. Resume Yazera. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker, make 2020 the year of the Bozog. Am I losing my voice? Are you? I did two big scream. I did a big Bozog scream. Are you all right, buddy? S. Kearney loves all them dragons. Salad child. They're so horny. Salute. What? Salubrious Tim, conduit of safer work, Sasha-based fan fiction. I really appreciate that. Sam Sam's, Van- nope, Sam Zidanowitz. <laughs> Sean Lyons-Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of being cursed for the first time. Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware, I'm turning 29 and my son is turning two this month. Wish me, I'm assuming luck. With, just anything, really. Continued success and happiness and joy. Yeah, not, not bad stuff. Shocking link. Yeeter Ant-Man up Thanos' ass. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous cephalopods. Slime King Mike, conduit of bad boys. Whoa. Powerful energy. Socialism is party cohesion plus Soviet power. S- Fuck me! <laughs> Sphin- <laughs> Sphincter Spankenstein. <laughs> Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Stephen Latour, Sydney Marzing. Sorry, this hype for Boyland Three. Terra Condit of Terra, terrible puns. That's so good. The cast, the cast of Dungeons, Dungeons the, Gathering. the Gathering. The Conduit of Horny Voice. No, hold on. You have to do it in a horny voice. The Conduit. Of, no, I can't. Yep, you always said it. You know you can. I know I can't. Yeah, you, I, we all heard it. No. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna base boost it. I'm gonna make a nightcore remix if you don't do it. The Conduit of Horny Voice. The, ge- the ghost of Canadian Prime Minister Lester B. Pearson. The Hassels. The Jade School of Ass-Based Fine <laughs> Dining Cuisine. All right, that's the horniest one so far. Uh, the murderous penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. 
The Possum Kingdom Liberation Insurgency. Oh, fuck. They're rising. The Precursor. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. Theodora Conduit of Yes, that's my actual legal name. That's dope. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Too tired for a joke name. Honestly, <gasps> I've never felt anything so powerfully in my life. I'm so- Tortilla the Cat. Conduit of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. <laughs> Don't put that on Tortilla. Tortilla's beyond such petty things as emotion. Toshiro Koru, conduit being back on one's own bullshit. Big same. That's us for April. Trace Marzing. Transient passersby. Trevor S. Shit, it's last minute. What's a joke? <laughs> <We don't... laughs> okay, Trevor. We don't know either, honestly. You could, you could tell. Uh, Shanus, Shared Points, Professor of Astral Physics. Vigor Arnston. Victoria Melito, the conduit of quietness itself. Vinny, conduit of sleepy bitch disease. Oh, dude. Big mood. Vizzy Huggles, keep up the great work, y'all. When there are no gods left to kill, a dragon will do. God, the fans love you so much. I'm jealous. I feel like they love you, too. Ziphosaurus. Zach Crenshaw. Z23619, conduit of ambiguous number sequences. Hmm. I see what you're up to. No, I don't. Zun and you. Thanks for playing. I won, for the record. Someone go in and tally how many names you read. I feel like I won because I uh, I nutted up and did the sexy voice, so. I'm just, sorry, I'm just a remix of the, you saying I nutted. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please turn that into a disco fucking song. I nutted. I nutted. I nutted. Join me. I, I, <laughs> who amongst us does not like to nut? Does not enjoy a good nut. Okay, I think we're done now, right? Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Oh, I thought we already said all that. My balls. <laughs> YouTube your balls? Do not YouTube the phrase, my boss. Don't listen to her. (laughs) What the fuck?